Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to Bite Size Insight with Monique, episode number 15. So today, we're going to talk revival. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Well, revival, because last week was the 115th anniversary of the Azusa Street Revival in Los Angeles, California. If you are not familiar with this revival, I encourage you, do yourself a favor and go look it up because it was amazing. Lasted for a few years, back in 1906, a few significant things about this revival. One, started by a man by the name of William Seymour. And the very interesting thing was he himself was praying and wanted to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And he had declared how the evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit was speaking in tongues. Although he himself was not spirit-filled, he did not pray in tongues, but he would preach about this. And it happened, seven of them in a room. And when you read reports and accounts of it, how they said literally the Holy Spirit came in the room and it was like lightning that it knocked all these men off of their chairs on the floor. Some of them instantly started speaking in tongues, filled the Holy Spirit. And it was just like, wow. Now, miracles after miracles were happening. One of the really cool things was there actually, they said, was no choir. There was no praise and worship leader. There was none of that, that hardly there was ever any music or live instruments playing that people would just worship. And that even sometimes the presence of God so tangible and thick that you literally could hear angels singing and worshiping God. And it was also significant because of the unity that this revival brought. I remember we're talking 1906, a lot of racism, but people that were working together with this revival, white and black, and then coming to the revival were Asians, Native Americans, Latinos, people that were poor, people that were rich, people of other religions, and even other denominations would come because they heard the reports. Like the presence of God was so thick in this place, guys, that you just walking by the house where it first started and they have to, then they had to move it to a building because so many people were coming. Just walking by, people were falling out under the power of God, literally. And that's the term slain in the spirit is what was happening. And they talk about how literally there was like a cloud that was always there, which we know in scripture, cloud representing the glory of God, his tangible presence being seen right there. And it just was, ugh, you got to check it out. So revive, okay, means what? To bring back to life, to resuscitate, to give new health, strength, or spirit to. And that is what a lot of believers need today, need to be revived. And the thing about this revival Azusa Street. Also, the third thing was so many missionaries came out of this revival. When people came and had this encounter and experience with God, they then went to all the nations of the earth. And so many ministries were started, missionaries that went all over the world after they had come to this revival and experienced the presence of God. You know, we have a whole generation right now that has never encountered power of God, never experienced the tangible presence of God. They know nothing of it. And it is so needed. You know, about five, six years ago, um, God dropped in my spirit that revival was coming to California. 
It was coming to America and it's going to start in California. And I've been praying and telling God that I want to be a part of it. Use me. Um, and within these last six months or so, I've been hearing a lot of ministers and a lot of prophets even talk about how revival is coming, being known as the third great awakening. And it's starting in California and sweeping across America. And I'm like, I already know this. I'm telling you. And the thing about California, why it's significant is also not only just the Azusa Street revival, but if you're familiar with the minister named Catherine Kuhlman was here from California, Amy Simple McPherson here from California. Do you know that even in the days of the gold rush here in California, they talk about revivals that took place at the same time. So California is key and significant. And if you don't live here, that's all right. It's coming to you too, but this is my state. <laughs> so that's why I'm uh, boasting about it a little bit, but it's coming everywhere. But this is where it's going to start because California, you know, we've got Hollywood. Everyone wants to come to LA. It's like a Mecca of all kinds of stuff here, right? Of not good stuff, but oh, the tide is turning. Let me tell you, because his presence is coming. Where sin abounds, the Bible says grace abounds much more. So no matter what we see right now, all this stuff, trying to silence the church, trying to silence believers, people that are standing up for God, that's okay. It's going to turn around. It's not going to last. It's going to turn around. And this generation is going to experience God in such a tangible, real way like they never have before, like we haven't seen in our lifetime because that's like the last major revival that has been in this nation. There have been others, don't get me wrong, but this one on this kind of magnitude, this kind of scale, and it's coming back to our country, guys. It's coming back here. So I just want to encourage you, pray for it, seek for it. You know, as long as you're satisfied with where you are, you will not desire more of God. You can have as much of God as you want or as little of him as you want. Because God responds to hunger and God responds to faith. And he will meet you at the level of your expectation. So my encouragement to you is to ask God to even put a desire within you to know him more, to love him more. Ask him to put a hunger in you for his word. Because God moves through his people. That's how the work gets done is through us, his people. And he needs people that are on board. He needs people that are available, that are willing to do whatever they need to do to see his kingdom expanded because that's what it's about. I think too much of the time, it's unfortunate that we've had so much comfortable Christianity and convenient Christianity here in the States, in the Western world. But it is time for us to submit ourselves fully to him because Jesus doesn't change his plans to accommodate your life. You must change your life to accommodate his plans. Okay. Some people just want God to bless them and their plan, but they really don't want his plan because he will invade. And a lot of people don't want God to invade their life because he will change things and they don't want things changed because not everybody wants more of Jesus. And that's just the truth. And I'm talking about Christians. Not, not all believers want more of him. They're satisfied with just going to church. They pay their tithes. They read their Bible here and there. They love him. And I'm not saying they don't. But guys, I just want to encourage you to really, whatever you need to do to get more of the presence of God in your life, do it. If that means spending more time fasting, more time praying, 
more time in the word, cutting off relationships with people that are no good, getting the sin out of your life, whatever secret sin, whatever things that are holding you back to cut it off, whatever you need to do to get more of the presence of God in your life, do it. I encourage you because he is coming. And guys, you want to be a part of what God's going to do. You don't want to miss out. So many people have missed out on the things that God had prepared for them because God didn't come in the way that they wanted and they didn't want to have to make changes in order to accommodate God. Friends, you don't want to miss out because that's the greatest fulfillment is to be doing what he has called, created, and designed for you to do. That is the greatest fulfillment, the greatest satisfaction you will feel is to do that thing that he puts you here on earth to do. So friends, I encourage you, go after him. Ask him to revive you again, because that's where revival starts. It starts with us individually, and then it spreads that for God to put a fire and a passion within you once again, to revive you once again. So I hope you're encouraged because I am. And look, I'm speaking to myself right now too, because I definitely have upped the ante when it comes to my own spiritual life, because I said, God, I, I want to do it. I want to be a part of it. Seek him, friends. Seek to expand his kingdom first. Put him above everything and anything else, and you will be so blessed by it. So this is Bite Size Insight with Monique. If you have any questions or topic ideas, things you want me to cover in scripture, please go ahead and leave me a message here in the Anchor app. I'd be glad to do so. If you'd like to support your girl, you can do that as well for a small monthly donation. Go ahead and click that support button. But um, until next time.